Hey everybody, this is Beans and it is disclaimer time. Bam and I are not sexperts and our advice is for entertainment purposes only. If you have a serious health concern, we strongly urge you to consult a qualified physician. And for obvious reasons, our sex talk podcast is intended for mature audiences only. Enjoy. Trying hard, but you wanna be my friend. Ain't no place to hide, ain't no one to run to. Here we go, here we go again. Call my bluff, I'ma be you till the end. I'm the one you ride, I'm the one you ride to. If you others to talk sex with us that means you shooting us an email with your questions comments and concerns at bam and beans at gmail.com that is b-a-m-n-b-e-a-n-s at gmail.com so today we are going to be talking about um sex myths and sex truths uh so some very common ones that we have heard, some common ones that we've asked when we first started doing the hanky-panky and everything like that, and um, I'm pretty excited about these ones. Down by the river said hanky-panky, said bullfrog, jump from bank to bank, I said that's all I got. Would you like to go first? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I will 100% go first. Do we want to do it where we just like say it and give like a pause? And then, like, <gasps> oh, we totally could. Yeah. All right, yeah, totally. No spoilers here on this podcast. Yeah. I love you, 3000. <laughs> it was a, uh, sorry, it was a, an endgame oh. nod. <laughs> cool, I haven't seen it yet. I worked all weekend. <laughs> it's a total of 52 hours in the last five days. I just, now I just <laughs> want to wrap you up in a blanket and give you, like, a hot beverage. In the order in which I'll be talking about my stuff, Um, I have, first on my docket, is Girls Don't Masturbate. Um, Second is you can get an STI from oral sex. Or you can't. I apologize. You can't get an STI from oral sex. That's the the, uh, famous myth. Yes. Um, And then we have uh, baby oil and Vaseline are best for lubricants. And then the last thing I will talk about is if blue balls is, in fact, a real medical condition. Wow. Okay. Well, right off the bat, I've got some ideas about that one. (laughs) Um, My myths slash truths for this evening are going to be um, that peeing or douching after sex will um, help against pregnancy and STIs. Um, 
the fact that you can get an STI from a toilet seat. Um, the idea that you can get pregnant while on your period. And to finish the night off, I'm going to talk about the average penis size. So just maybe take a second, take that all in, gather your hypothesis, hypotheses? Hypothesize. Yes. That makes sense. And buckle up because we're going to throw some truths at you. Like I said, my first one is uh, girls don't masturbate. Now, oftentimes, people, you know, are like, oh, well, I mean, they're girls. There's really nothing for them to yank on. So, uh, <laughs> this is actually a myth. I can contest to this person. If girls don't masturbate, then what the hell am I? Um, I'm, I'm also really curious. I flipped the bean before you came over today, so. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, after talking about this for so long, everything just gets so revved up, and by the end of it, I just, like, explode. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, girls do, in fact, masturbate. Sorry to shatter anybody's world right now. I hate doing that to people. But think of it this way for people who are not, you know, on our side of things. Um, how does your girlfriend or sex partner or, you know, best friend, even your wife, know what she likes without your help? Like, that's how a girl can really get in tune with her body. That's how a girl knows when something's wrong. They know what they like experiencing that for yourself is really awesome and then it's even something that you can open up to your sexual partner when you become comfortable I think you know masturbating is actually a really important thing for yourself I mean it it shit guys it helps strengthen your vaginal walls it helps with your orgasms like it's one of those great things where you don't need anybody else. You can do it yourself. <laughs> and it feels good. It feels great. <laughs> if it doesn't feel good, then, like, you should probably figure out how to make it feel good. Yeah. Like, I know that there are people out there that um, don't necessarily have any sort of um, desire in sexual activity, and that's perfectly fine. If, yeah. If that's who you are, I don't understand why you would be listening to this podcast, but welcome, and we appreciate you, and we don't ever want anyone to feel left out, but, um, you know, most of us, we, we have sex organs, and it feels good when we touch them. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Whether you have a penis, or a vagina, or anywhere in between. (laughs) But also, it gives you the idea of whether or not you even like sex yeah because that's okay too yeah like if you do it yourself enough times you're like this isn't even really appealing like you know then you know i'm just saying man if i didn't like sex i'd have a whole lot more time on my hands i would have so much fucking time (laughs) i like sex so much we started a podcast about it (laughs) yes absolutely all right bean oh me i am up so, number one, uh, the myth that peeing or douching can prevent pregnancies and STIs. Look, that is a total myth. 
And I can understand where this might have been derived from because I was always taught as a young woman that after sex, um, you go to the bathroom. Yeah. The, the vagina is a self-flushing system, and so peeing after sex just kind of helps, you know, with um, restabilizing all of the bacteria down there, the good and the bad and, you know, everything. So I'm wondering if maybe somewhere down the line I got a little confused, but no, peeing or even douching, which I, I am strongly against douching. I am also very um, strongly against it. Like I said, again, your vagina's got everything she needs down there to keep it running smoothly. Yeah. There's no reason for you to be putting chemicals, like, straight up in there. Um, but, yeah, it's not going to prevent pregnancy. It's not going to prevent STIs. Like, the, the STI starts when there's exchange of bodily fluids. Yeah. You know? Um, and... There's just no getting rid of that. You can't just wash away, an, uh, you know, an STD. Like, uh, I mean, I know they want us to say STI because they don't want to tell people that they have a disease, but... It's so hard um, to get away from it. Yeah. I'm going to stick with that. <laughs> and and the pregnancy thing, I'm just saying, the sperm, those bad boys are like the Olympic swim team. Yeah. And, they, you know, they just hang on in there, and they get to where they want to go, oh, and yeah. there can be no stopping it. Um, so, uh, on the flip side, if you are looking to prevent pregnancy and STIs, some of um, the most effective ways to do that are, I mean, obviously abstinence is the only 100% yeah. way to um, prevent that. But other than that, there's condoms, male and female condoms. I'm talking about dental dams. Yeah. There's um, birth control for preventing um, pregnancy. And if something, you know, God forbid something happens and things get a little out of hand and you weren't expecting it, there's the Plan B pill. Yeah. And all of these are great options. All of them are um, mostly well available. Mm-hmm. I know um, CBS Pharmacy just recently started selling the Plan B pill on the shelves. Yeah. Like, you don't even have to go back there and ask them for it anymore. Um, they do ID you when mm-hmm. you go to checkout. But uh, it's just, it's becoming more and more common. And I, I like it because there's a lot less shame attached to it then. Exactly. You know, I don't feel so awful because there have been a couple of times where I've needed to go in for the Plan B pill. Had a, wasn't expecting things to go that far and wasn't prepared for it. And um, the Plan B pill saved me from having to go through something I wasn't ready for. Yeah. And the first time I ever went in to go and get that, I, I felt so nervous. That everyone was going to be judging me, like, yeah. oh, look at this slut, like she, yeah. she needs to use a Plan B pill. She had unprotected sex, so it's really nice that that's becoming more and more socially acceptable. Yeah, um, and I know Plan Parenthood is really, really good. Yes, absolutely. About like helping you out with stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, and even Plan Parenthood is great to go get like condoms. Yeah, you can. They give that shit out for yeah, free. Yeah, they, they would. 
prevent they will they want to help people prevent pregnancy when they're not ready for it i actually got my first dental dam from planned parenthood it was mint flavored (laughs) i uh i was at planned parenthood for about four years with my birth control and they were super awesome about it they even like fucking mail you that shit yeah there's also other programs online for cheap birth control um nurex.com is a service that I go through a lot because I've been between jobs and um, health insurances and it's affordable birth control. I get a 90 day supply for $45 and it's amazing. Um, Also in preventing STIs, one more thing that I really wanted to touch on for that is um, one of the best ways to prevent you getting one is to um, make sure you don't already have one. <laughs> yeah. And we're talking about yearly testings. Exactly. And, you know, mm-hmm. test after every partner, test after every year. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of, that's got to become the standard, even if you've been with your partner for years. Yeah. You never know. You I've, never know what's going to happen. Yeah, I've been with my partner for five years, and I get tested every single year. Mm-hmm. Every year. And it's not because it's not that I don't trust them. It's just that that's something that I have been doing since I was 16. And I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. Most medical tests are covered under insurance. And it's just, it's one of those things where it's just nice to know. It's nice to know that you don't have something that you could pass on potentially to someone that you care about. Exactly. Or even don't care about. But, yeah, that's true. Like, (laughs) I passed on something to someone else, I don't care how I feel about them, I would feel like shit for doing I it. I would feel terrible. It, so, we don't want you to be put in that situation. Exactly. All right, bam. <laughs> so, great segue into my second one. Oh, sweet. <laughs> um, that you cannot get an STI from oral sex. Oh, well, I'm... I'm well, that's A-OK. I may have ruined that one so, for you. <laughs> You guys, that's a mess in case you were wondering. Um, Again, this is without us going through that whole rant again. Condams. Condams. Um, That abstinence, um, and honestly, it's not, I would also like to say it's not just oral, it's also anal sex. Yep. You want to make sure that you are being 100% cautious and no matter what kind of sex you're having. I have people who still tell me that they don't need a condom when they're having anal sex. And for one, that actually will, uh, if you have a penis, that will actually give you an infection in your penis because you're getting that small trace of fecal matter inside of your penis. Think about that just for two seconds. I'll... Did you think about it? Are you holding your dick right now? Because I should, like, I feel bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, I mean, there were... There are certain precautions that you can take um, to ensure, you know, no infections of the pain. Yeah. Um, if you are with someone that you're, you love and you trust and you don't want to uh, use a condom. I know I've, I, have a, I have a friend who um, has talked to me extensively about anal sex mm-hmm. and um, what he does to... Uh, what he puts himself through, what he goes through to get ready yeah, um, for his partner. Uh, but, dude, condoms are just so easy. <laughs> They're easy to obtain. They're easy to 
they're they're easy. And it's easy cleanup, man. Yeah. And honestly, it's just to prevent anything that you don't want to have for the rest of your life, whether that be an STI or a child. Those are like the two main things that people aren't understanding. Clean and simple. Yeah. Just if you don't want a baby and you don't want an STI, use a condom. Or don't have sex. Yeah, that's an option. But we're a sex podcast, so, so I mean, we're, we're not going to heavily advocate for that yeah, one. Yeah, we're not going to have that. <laughs> we heavily advocate for healthy, fun sex. Yes. Consensual, healthy, fun sex. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's sad that we have to say it out loud and not just imply that it's consensual. Oh, no. Oh. So moving on. <laughs> To my next topic is oh we're still on STIs here. We're doing um, right. <laughs> there's the the uh, idea that you can get an STI from a toilet seat, and I've I've heard people say this a lot. Like oh yeah, this is the main reason why females um, hover. Yeah, they're hover. And let me tell you, there is nothing that I hate more in public bathrooms than going into a stall after a hovercraft. <laughs> like, it's... You don't want to sit on your own pee. Why do I have to? Yeah. Like, either way, this is a total myth. You cannot get uh, STIs from a toilet seat. Uh, you can only get STIs by the exchange of fluid, um... Blood, like you know, blood, yeah. mucus, membrane, uh, things of that nature. Not by sitting on a toilet seat that someone with gonorrhea sat on. Yeah. Like, that's just not how it works. <laughs> that's not how, um, it's just not, it's, I, I can't even fathom the idea of it. The only thing that I can think of that you could maybe... And, and, you know, I'm going to even Google it now. <laughs> okay, Google. Can you get crabs from a toilet seat? According to Cleveland Clinic, they are most often spread by sexual contact, but they can also be caught by having contact with infested clothing, bed linens, and toilet seats. So crabs. You can get crabs more than once. Crabs you can get from yeah. a toilet seat. But crabs are a... Uh, oh, parasite. Uh, parasite. They're parasitic. Yeah, so, I mean... So, sort of like, uh... Oh, it's pubic lice, so it's like, you know, like, lice. Like, yeah, it's bed lice. bugs. Like... They're blood suckers. Yeah. And believe me, like, if you feel like you gotta put some toilet paper down before you sit down, by all means, if that makes you feel better. But can we just... Can we... Can we Listen, stop the hover movement? Everybody who's <laughs> listening to me right now, if... Your partner said, I got it from a toilet seat because you are regularly testing yourself and now all of a sudden you got something. Punch them in the face, (laughs) tell them they're a liar, and leave because it's not not possible. It's not true. It's not true. Yeah. Crabs is easy. Like, crabs is 100% easier to get because that shit's in the gym locker room. That Mm -hmm. shit's in, like... Like you just heard from Google themselves. <laughs> um, you can get it from a toilet seat, but that is like the only thing. And it's it's like a gray area for whether it's an STI because it is a parasitic thing. Yeah. So. 
Uh, me. Yes. Is it me? Oh, it's me. I think that wraps up our STI portion. Oh, yeah. uh, well, I mean, it'll come back around. Okay. <laughs> it's always in sex talk, let's be honest. <laughs> um, here we go. Baby oil and Vaseline are good lubricant. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's a myth, guys. That makes, for, that makes my vagina really sad. For one, um, let me just put this out there. If you are listening to our podcast, that means you are not a baby. So stop using baby oil because that actually breaks down your skin. And if you have tattoos, that means you paid really good money for those. Or you paid shit money. Either way, you paid. You paid money. <laughs> you paid money. And that actually is going to deteriorate your tattoos. It's the ink. It's your skin itself. And you won't look like a Ken doll. You're going to look like you're 65 years old when you're actually only 25. So stop using baby oil in 100% general. Also, don't put that by somebody's vagina. Please don't put it in a vagina stop. or around the vagina. Yeah. Like... Just no vagina, no. Can you guys stop putting Vaseline in people's vaginas? <laughs> Actually, I'm just going to ask you to do me a favor really quick. Like, and throw out the Vaseline. Yeah, just go into your nightstand or your medicine cabinet or whatever drawer, whatever table that you have this bucket of goo like nestled on and pick it up, walk it over to the nearest trash receptacle and just throw it the fuck out. Vaseline is so gross. It's so gross. There's there's no reason for people to use Vaseline anymore. We, we, we've we come up with so many great, like, healthier alternatives. Yeah. Like, shea butter. Yeah. Cocoa butter. You know, um, coconut oil yeah. is so great for the skin. Absolutely. Like, you know, if you need to use that as a moisturizer or something or to take off your eye makeup, that's that was my mom's main reason for having Vaseline in the house is she would use it to remove her eye makeup. And it, oh, it's just so gross. Ugh. But also. It, it looks gross. It, it tastes <laughs> gross. It's just Why gross. are you eating Vaseline? Oh, because, you know, people put it on their lips. Oh, okay. It's gross. Well, don't, also don't <laughs> eat Vaseline. <laughs> um, but also, the, the best things for lubricants are going to be 100%, like, it's just water-soluble. Like, there's uh, KY Jelly, there's Glide, I mean, there's Aqua, Astro Glide. Um, I mean, and saliva, water, and 100%, like, those things are all usable with condoms. Because, again, we're saying condoms is how you prevent all the other shit we just talked about. If you use baby oil or Vaseline or anything similar to those kind of things, that actually will break down your condom. Now you're opening up all of these other things that you didn't think that you were going to get because, oh, well, I only had baby oil, so I guess we'll use this. Don't do that. No, just spit just, on it. Just spit on it. Just That's free, guys. You don't have to pay for your spit. Did you know that? <laughs> run, a, run your water for a little bit and just, like, stay in there. Like, yeah. you guys are fine. Also, if you're revving up, you know, your partner in the appropriate way, they make their own lubricant. We both do. Yeah, we do. That's like the uh, best unless thing you about have, a vagina. Unless you have a medical condition where you don't, and I'm sorry, I'm so sorry if that's yeah. the case. Um, but if that is the case, there vaginas are, are self-lubricating. I mean, honestly, there's a lot of there's a lot of options out there. Um, just stop if you don't even have a fucking baby in your house. Throw out the baby oil. Why do you still have it? You are probably 28 years old, bodybuilding every day. 
and you are using baby oil. Spend the extra $4 and get coconut oil. Seriously. But don't put coconut oil in anybody's vagina. Oh, yeah, no. Probably not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. 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 Water-soluble. Water-based lubricants. Yeah. Water needs to be the first ingredient. Absolutely. And honestly, if you get it out of your tap, that's the only ingredient. <laughs> not necessarily true. There's fluoride in our water. That's still okay. <laughs> All right. Next one for beans. We've got, um, you can get pregnant on your period. That is a truth, my friends. Unfortunately, it's, it's rare. I'll give you that. It is definitely rare. Oh, yeah. But it is possible Depending on where um, a woman is in her cycle, it's possible. You know, the sperm can live inside your uterus for up to five days. That's a fact. It, it likes to just sit there in the nice warmth of your vagine and, you know, just keep trudging forwards towards that goal of theirs to make you a baby. <laughs> and if you're... If you're on your period and, you know, the, uh, it, you can't exactly know, um, at what point in your cycle the egg has dropped or, and like released and like that, that sperm could still get to a viable egg and you can still get pregnant. So, I mean, once again, (laughs) condoms. Condoms are a wonderful choice. Yeah, I, I think that's probably just going to be like the title of this fucking pod. <laughs> condoms. Condoms. What did you expect? Condoms. <laughs> I'm going to get what I want. Um, yeah, so like you you don't, unless you're tracking your ov- ovulation cycle because you want to get Like pregnant. a bloodhound. Yeah, like a crazy person where you have a small booklet in your purse. Mm-hmm. And you write down everything. Well, and there are apps also oh, that yeah. help you take care, like help you track where you are in your ovulation mm-hmm. period. But it's, it's still, it's not a one hundred percent exact science. It will never be a one hundred percent exact science due to the fact that, like, when females are stressed, sometimes that will mess with their period cycle. Absolutely. It, it, it depends on what they're eating, how they're eating. How much they're sleeping. Like, honestly, if you take a person who is medically classified as 100% healthy, that person will still, their ovulation cycle may still be unpredictable. unpredictable. It's just always unpredictable. And that's why when people are like, well, I was on my period. I didn't think I'd get pregnant. Or even on the other spec- side of the spectrum, um, the people who are tracking ovulation in order f- to get pregnant. Yeah. Some people have problems with it, you know. A it, lot of it's, people. It's kind of hard to nail down that that point in time. Yeah. Where you're most fertile. It it's it's difficult to tell, and like beans said, um, it's very uncommon. But it is still possible. So even if you're a person who is looking to get pregnant, just keep that in mind. It may be uncommon, but it is still possible. Like, 
still root for yourself and also start eating more properly and three hours of sleep is not adequate oh god no (laughs) and you know they're saying nowadays that like seven hours is the new norm is like the new new recommended and and i can kind of get behind that because i can't remember the last time i slept eight hours i really can't I can't remember I mean, the last time I slept six hours. I, I was going to say, it's a good night if I sleep six hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky if I can get my five-hour nap in. <laughs> like, Hell, I didn't get my nap in today. Oh, shit, I, if I can get my power hour I'm, in, I'm good. I masturbated through my, <laughs> my nap time today. <laughs> oh, inventory at work ran a little later than expected. <laughs> All right. Is this my last one? I believe this is your last one, oh. and it's the best one. Oh my god. This in, one... In my opinion. In my personal opinion, this is actually one of my favorite ones. When uh, Beans and I were, like, going over everything, I wanted this one so bad. Like, we didn't even have to arm wrestle. She just gave it to me. So that was really nice. Because <laughs> I knew I would lose. <laughs> I would lose that battle. You should see the guns on this one. I would have lost on purpose, though, because oh. I love her. Um, okay, so this one is blue balls is a real medical condition. Guys, I've been lying to you all night, but this one is not a lie. This one is 100% truth. <laughs> I'm smiling so much right now. <laughs> it's just, for one, it's funny because everybody's like, look at blue balls. And, oh, man, I was with this chick last night, and we were bumping and grinding, and she totally gave me blue balls. Oh, my God, Tommy and I were totally making out at the roller rink. (laughs) And I gave him blue balls. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so blue balls is real life. (laughs) Like, it's, let me tell you, it's real life, but it's not fucking serious, (laughs) okay? Like, it's not going to fucking murder anybody, and also, if... Your balls aren't gonna fall you know, off. If you're sitting there with balls right now and you're like cheering, like, yeah, this is real. Okay, stop cheering right now because guess what? Women can get blue balls too. What? Oh my so god. Women don't have balls. That's insane. Okay, so the real medical term for this, let me find this. Uh it's vasio congestion. Vasio congestion. congestion. You almost got it completely right the first time. I'm so proud of you. I'm bad with words, guys. Both are. I say big words, but I cannot read them. (laughs) Um, So, vasocongestion is the actual medical term for it. Um, This primarily happens when you are overly aroused or stimulated, but there's no release. So, if your partner is like, oh, you gave me blue balls, on either side of the spectrum now, so guys, don't make you know don't feel bad because your girl got blue balls because what was the first thing i was talking about when we started this it was it was <laughs> girls masturbate okay we do so guess what if you're sitting there with blue balls yank one out rub one out rub one in like however you fucking do it you can take care of that yourself i'd hate to fucking tell you this mm-hmm. it's just a like just a buildup of pressure so yeah it's uncomfortable you know, you might feel a little discomfort, but it's not like you're going to be writhing in pain. It's just, you know, there, there's a lot of, like, stuff going on down there if you're aroused. Yeah. Blood I'll rushing be, yeah. to parts, and, you know, parts are... Uh, Heating up. Yeah, and um, swollen. Yeah. 
and sometimes you do just need that release but that doesn't mean that you can pressure someone else into helping you with that absolutely you can do it yourself so if you're really that gung-ho about you know having blue balls and shit guess what get rid of it yourself don't make somebody feel bad about it I wanted to end this whole my half of everything Mm -hmm. telling people don't be an asshole (laughs) you can do it yourself and also ladies dudes aren't they're not special you can get blue balls too absolutely that's my favorite thing about it it's it's it honestly it shouldn't be so surprising it shouldn't. It shouldn't be. But, but it so is many because people who are surprised right now. Because you know what? We don't complain about it as much as they do. No, we don't because we take care of it right away. <laughs> oh, you thought your girl was getting five text messages in a row? No, it only took her thirty seconds to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> that was her bob. Oh man, that was a good one. That was such a good one. Um, my last one. All right, we are going to talk about the average penis size. Yay! The, the statement is that the average penis size is 5 to 6 inches, and I've got to tell you guys, that is truth. The Googles, they, t- they both tell us that the average male penis size is um, 8.8 centimeters, which is about 3.5 inches when flaccid. And um, 12.9 centimeters or 5.1 inches when erect. This is this is me here, Beans, speaking to you, the listener. Whatever you've got down there, whether you think it's just okay or not okay enough, I'm here to tell you that it is. 5.1 inches. If you look at it on a roller, it doesn't really look like that. It's that big. Yeah. But. The, um, G-spot. yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, the placement on the, in, of the G-spot in the, uh, in, in the vagina itself, in the vaginal walls, oh, vaginal, canal. vaginal canal is, um, it's, it's, it's not that far up guys. It's only like two or three inches up. It, it's a, which it's a, in between two to three inches. Yeah. And, and that's also depending on, you know, the, the organ. Yes, and the size of the person and things of that. But I'm just saying, man, one one thing that I I find a lot is a lot of people put a lot of stock in the size of of their member. Mm -hmm. And I am a huge believer in it's not the size that counts. It's definitely the motion of the ocean. Absolutely. Like, work with what you got, man. Because I tell you, it, it, you just find that spot, and you, you see her writhing, and you keep going. <laughs> just keep at it. And if you're, if you're having a problem finding the G-spot, a really easy way to do it is to actually use your fingers. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm talking your index and your ring finger, or in your ring finger. Ooh, that's weird. <laughs> your index and your middle finger. I don't um, know how to do that. You want to... Basically, you want to hold your palm out like you're offering something to the vagina. Like, here, vagina. Here's my offering. Have some pleasure. Everybody put your hand out right now. Yep. Palm up, and then you're going to tuck in your ring finger, your pinky, and your thumb. So now you've got two fingers, and you're going to slide those into the vagina. 
Still palm up. Palm up, yes. And you're going to curl your fingertips up. Like a come hither motion. You definitely want her to come hither. (laughs) And believe me, once you find that spot and you'll know when you hit it, you'll feel it and she'll feel it. And she'll definitely say something. (laughs) That's where the G spot is, my friend. Fun thing you can also do is place your secondary hand that you are not using inside of the vagina right over where your other hand is and just add the slightest bit of pressure. Just small. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking you to fucking pin her down like she's in a psych ward. Unless she's into that. Unless she wants that. Because she'll definitely let you know. But just the slightest bit. Not that... And also, please wash your hands and cut your nails before you do that. Please, yes. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, yes. One of my friends had a horror story with that. Mm. And it was it was bad. Like, if you guys thought that Carrie was a bad movie, oh, God. <laughs> you don't cut your nails, it's a whole different genre of the movie. Like, it's bad. I actually keep a nail clipper near the bed for that reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, wait, let me see those bad boys. Yeah. <laughs> and come here. Please. Both hands out. Pull out the buffer. <laughs> Nails I do for you. <laughs> Would you like pink or red this time? <laughs> so I really wanted to end that on a positive note. Yeah. That, you know, penises are awesome. I love penises. Penises are good. I love vaginas. Vaginas are great. Vaginas, they, they love penises. Well, some do. Some do. And, um, it's, it's enough. You know what? No matter if you're a person who likes pain or not. Yeah. Your body, nine times out of ten, I will say. Yeah. Not everybody enjoys sex or insertion. Sure. But most women or most, most people with vaginas enjoy insertion. Mm-hmm. So, if you're worried about, like, like Dean said, you know, it's enough. It's way more than enough. It's definitely enough. It's so... and Take it from me. And also take it from me. I'm still arguing with my partner about this. Because he believes he's average. He believes he is average. And he's like, well, I couldn't imagine anything smaller. Well, guess what? It get, it Yeah. It does get smaller. And when we say average, we literally mean the... Medical science of today. Like, the mathematical term average. Not that you're like average like the average joe yeah or anything of that nature not trying to um imply or demean yeah anything derogatory average is literally just the average between two numbers the scientists who had 57 guys of this like this side of the of america and 78 of this side of america all whip out their dicks in one room and they yep. added it together and Measured divided. Them all. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we will definitely, uh, well, not see you, but talk to you next week. Yeah, so, um, Bam and I, we like to do this thing where we record us talking about sex and we would like to get you involved too. If you have a question, or if you are looking for some advice, or if you've got a story that you just, you just really, sometimes you just really need to tell someone oh, about absolutely. your sex capades, we want to hear it. I want to hear it. Absolutely. I want to read um, it out loud in my stupid We voice. can keep it completely anonymous. If you come up with some really awesome, sexy moniker, that's even better. Oh, hell yeah. But 
please email us your questions, your comments, even your concerns. We would love to hear your criticism. We're obviously extremely new to this, and we don't want to piss off the wrong people. I mean, we don't want to piss off the right people either. We want this to be a, a fun time for everybody. Yes, absolutely. The Gmail is bamnbeans at gmail.com. B-A-M, the letter N, B-E-A-N-S, at gmail.com. Also, check us out on Twitter. I need to get back into doing my meme of the day. I will do that immediately. I have a sex pun of the week. Yes, her sex puns are amazing. And keep on the lookout for our next episode. Thanks, guys. Bye. We out. Okay, Google. What's the average penis size? 12.9 centimeters. Here's a summary from Medical News Today. In the Journal of Urology Study, researchers found the following among the group of 80 men. An average penis size of 8.8 centimeters. An average penis size of 12.9 centimeters. So there you have it. There we go. <laughs> so I'm going to ask my Google. <laughs> yeah, ask your Google. See if it'll give us, like, What's U.S. measurements. What's the average measurement? penis size in the Americas? I don't know why I said Americas. In no the one. Americas. 5.1 inches. According to Medical News Today, an average penis size of 8.8 centimeters when flaccid. An average penis <laughs> size of 12.9 centimeters to 5.1 inches when erect.